Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest-growing TV brand. Oh, it's fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. And welcome to Unchained, and how unchained today are you feeling, Mr. Royce? Not very unchained. I'm not very upset about anything except the high is going to be zero on Wednesday with a 15 below. This is why you have a place in Fort Myers, by yes, the way. Yes, and another thing is, this is why modern cars start. Remember the days you had cars where you wondered if they were going to start if they stayed outside overnight, right? Yeah, it was my last car. <laughs> oh, that's one, yes. All right. Yes, it's, uh, you know what I say adulthood is? When you move and you don't get your friends to help you, yep. that you get you call somebody up, but it's a truck service and have them do it. Totally with you. That's A, and your car starts. B. That's those are the two things. So you what know? you're saying is at fifty I finally am there. <laughs> yes, right. Because if you were to move now, you wouldn't no. call up. Well, first of all, your friends are too old. We can't lift stuff anymore. But yep. uh, when you stop asking your friends to help you move, then you're uh, of course, I didn't stop that till. Uh, let's see. Uh, during my divorce period, when I moved about four times in uh, two years and had no money, I uh, from uh, seventy nine to eighty three. When was the so. place by Met Stadium? That was one of my first places. I should have never moved, man. It was great. It was a two bedrooms, right? You could see Met Stadium if you cranked your neck. Chinese takeout across the street. It, and they had one of the first places to have cable, the scoreboard bar in Bloomington. Did you ever go there? No. They had cable. Oh, no, but God bless them they for that. They had cable. They had cable. That's where I went with Harry Carey. I was doing, really? a, I was doing okay. a piece on Harry when he was with the White Sox, and uh, I was taking him out to lunch. And I said, we'll go over to the scoreboard. We could watch the Cubs game. And he's, what? We're at the Cubs. And he got very upset that they had the Cubs, that the White Sox weren't on cable. Apparently, he wasn't aware that WGN was the first place in So the you might have been behind some of the genesis of why Harry was so excited to go to WGN. Yes, to get on cable. That's right. I told you about that. I wrote it. I wrote it. It was pretty good. I mean, it's hard to write a bad column when you get Harry for three hours drinking beer, right? Right. The the famous story is when he was going to see his, uh, shall we say, mistress, uh, girlfriend, and he had a he had a connection at the Chase Hotel, which was downtown, and that it was they were just building that highway there in St. Louis that's got three lanes on each side of the street, and uh, and he had a young lady waiting for him there, mm-hmm. and he had a connection with the Chase, so he 
call the bellhop, and the bellhop would go to the back door and hand him a key, and he'd go up to the room, you know, and because and, he didn't want to have the entire St. Louis, even though St. Louis people probably suspected that here. Sure. But it was a rainy night, and he was walking across that road, and that's when he got hit by a car. Yeah. And broke 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 both legs, and uh, his his uh, his punchline was that the. The cab driver who hit him, I guess the cab driver hit him, and he said, he, the cab driver looked out and he said, it could be, it might be, it is, Harry Carey flying through the world. It was great. So anyway, I wrote this column on him, and I wrote this column on him, and the Saturday afternoon after the game, somebody comes out with a few early copies of the of the Pioneer Press. Yep. And... Harry's in there drinking in the press room after the game, and so am I. And uh, Harry reads it and says, damn, that's good. You know, that's really good. Then the next morning, he had enough cocktails in him. The next morning, he says to me when I saw him at the same place for breakfast, hey, I read that story. That was really, yeah, yeah, Harry, we went through this last night. But anyway, anyway, yes. Uh, So... um, (laughs) Yep, that that was. Uh, so you shouldn't have moved. Is no, I should have stayed there. I always said, if I'd stayed there, hadn't got involved in other things, just lived the nice bachelor life, I'd have me in one room and my money in the other. Yep. <laughs> yep. Just sit there in a closet, bales of it. Enough bales to of, enough ba- to take uh, bales out, bales out. I think I want to go to Paris. I just go out and take a little big bundle and fly out to the airport and go out to the airport and have them send me to Paris. But that's not the way she worked out. So, anyway. Why uh, guys like us ever buy houses, <laughs> I will never figure out. No, that is true. You know, That's the adulthood gone too far. Well, that is. And everybody thinks, oh, you got that's uh, that's the home ownership. You know, we got you got to own a home because then you can, hell, now you don't even get the discount on the on the mortgage, you know, the you know they got rid of that as a no, tax, I didn't know that tax write off basically uh, to some degree, most of it. Hmm. So uh, uh, you know now you're losing that. I don't know why anybody. Maybe that's why every hundred yards of real estate in the Twin Cities are turning into an apartment building. Yeah, yeah. I think the uh, the younger generation smarter than we are. Oh, yeah. much much smarter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they. They don't live by the assumptions that we did, no. where, like you just said, you have to oh, own a house, you have to do and, this. And then you got to get a lake cabin if you really want to. The, the lake cabin generation, that one's gone, too. You can buy lake cabins now. You know what? No, thank you. Anyone can have them. Yes. That's the one I never, yeah, ever had I any don't mow my own lawn, much less my lake cabin lawn. You know, you can't wait. To, we got to get up there early Friday so I can mow. <laughs> you know? Well, your column about that, right? Oh, years ago? God, it was 12, 10, 12 years ago. They ran it on the front page of the strip. No, it must have been longer ago. We it just, was longer I, ago. It was email, but it wasn't. It was well before the Twitter era. Yeah, it was probably because I got right? I got uh, hundreds of emails, and I would have gotten, you know, it would, if if we had full scale social media, it would have been, you know, how they didn't really like how your kids aren't going to have any friends because the, these kids are going to avoid. You know, once they discover the mall when they're twelve, yep. they're going to 
They're going to avoid your kids because they don't want to get invited to the lake cabin and have to spend the whole weekend up there with, you know, looking at the water and swimming in a vile piece of, uh, you know, with weeds and mud. and Yeah, stuff. or something. Yeah. yeah. You'll, you'll come home, have yeah. an infection. Yeah, your kids will not. Uh, your kids will have They should no rerun friends. that. That's what they should do. <laughs> in the era now of Twitter and all of that, oh, yeah. they should find that column. Because it still timeless. applies. It still applies. Well, it's timeless. Yeah, yeah it is. It's, it was timeless. Anyway. Uh, that was, uh, that, that's, uh, that's beyond the pale. I got to tell you that, uh, my Viking watching yesterday and listening to you and Danny this morning and, uh, what I saw on Twitter last night and reading a little bit this morning, the fact that I did not bother to watch a minute of it was a good decision, huh? Oh, it was a great decision. And we had crazy flag-throwing referees, too. Walt Anderson, Walt Anderson and his loves, crew. He's Joe West. Yeah. He's the Joe West of football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he threw. I think he threw something like eight flags in the first. And instead half. of just calling it, he's got to have a big discussion each yes. time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it, it's Joe West. Yeah. yeah, he's convinced you you paid to see him, and the fact there happens to be a football game going on around him is also a nice little bonus for you. They were nuts. At the, I did watch the uh, Seattle uh, game, and they were nuts that game too. They were throwing them like Monday? they were throwing them like crazy at the end of that one. What too. happened to Cleveland? Oh, then? it was great. It was four, beautiful. four of it them. It was fantastic. Now I will say I thought that the uh, the Ohio State Wisconsin game kind of picked off picked up where the uh, Gophers Wisconsin game left off. They didn't throw a lot of flags in that one. They let them muggy beat them, beat each other up a little bit mm-hmm. uh, and pass uh, plays and the like. But yeah, you're right. If if the NFL I, I guess we still watch in huge numbers, and it's still our number one preoccupation. But man, it's hard to watch when they just throw when you never know if what you just saw counted or not. Right. You know that's a, that's that's a hard. This is the thing first year do. I think I've gotten to the point where every big play I look back. Mm-hmm. You know, as a guy who's uh, had a weight problem all his life, or not all his life, but certainly since he discovered beer uh, and other alcoholic beverages. I think Patricia's gained ten pounds for every loss. God, he's got to be three fifty. Oh yeah, he's, he's oh yeah, he's, he looks that awful. black that black, yeah, black thing he wears is like uh, straining at the weight. At what weight? What a hire. Is Black no longer slimming. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten there. I've gotten there a few times. When you think to yourself, "I got this black yeah. thing, I'm going to put on," mm-hmm. like, no, that's not going to work. You know when you're really, you know when you know is when somebody. Shows you a uh, a shirt or something with with uh, horizontal stripes, and you say, "Are you crazy? <laughs> you know, are you nuts? Why do you even have a fat man? Why do you even have these in a fat man store just to make people feel bad? You know, but you know the the our buddy Freddie Glasso, he was here before you, but the gardener, yeah." And he was a, you know, he was a five foot four nose tackle, you know, just a little chubby, wonderful guy. Yep. But he always went. He must have got the horizontal shirts on discount. And he looks, he, look, he looked like a piece of pottery. You know, it was unbelievable. <laughs> I just don't. That's understand. what someone's got to tell you. You yeah. shouldn't wear the horizontal. No, stretch. no, you got to go vertical. You got to go vertical or not or black or just one solid color. Yeah, you can't you can't go uh, horizontal. Anyway, awful game, but. Uh, what the hell are ten and four? I think the Packers are going to lose to the Bears. Do you? Yep. I don't think they're that good. They fought like hell to beat the 
pathetic Redskins. Yeah, that's that final score surprised me. I they thought don't. They, win by more. they don't. They're offensively. They're really hurt. I don't know that these guys are going to beat the Chargers for sure, though. I think if everyone's assuming the Chargers are done, and the Chargers, you know, kick the crap out of Jacksonville, which is not a great team. No. If the game were here, I would say the Vikings will win pretty easily. I don't know there. Well, it depends on if they want to. Is Rivers still playing? There yep. was some talk they were going to bench him. Yeah, 300 yards, three touchdowns yesterday, I think. Oh, really? Or on Sunday, yes. Yeah, you'd have to go out and tank it. You're better than they are. But uh, they're not playing for anything. But I suppose they're playing for Anthony Lynn's job, right? That's a good question. I don't know. It's uh... With this success they had in last year, I don't know that they're playing for mm-hmm. his job. They have, have they? Now, Patricia, they're not playing. Have they had... The clunker loss yet? The, they, Vikings? They, they tried to lose to Denver. That would have been the cl- By the way, Denver then goes and. Yep. What was that? What was Is that? Is Drew Locke that good? I didn't see the I game. I don't know. They just kicked the living bejeebers out of Houston. Where did that come from? But, uh, you know, that they haven't had. I mean, the Bay loves the Bears down there, and the Bears still play defense. I, they haven't had the clunker loss. I mean, no. not, not at home. They have it. They tried to have it against Denver and then came back and. Nope. Everybody was happy. So they don't get through many seasons without having one, do they? No, they, they don't. Say they shouldn't have lost that one. They so ordinarily should be the Rams one. Because yeah. I think the one clunker that we would point at right now for the Vikings would be the loss in Chicago, which they played really poorly. But at the time, Never that was only thought. week four, and you thought yeah, Chicago was yeah, thought Chicago a better was, team. Chicago, you still kind of thought, was a favorite to win the division. But right? that would be as close to a clunker as mm-hmm. they get, right? I get a kick out of them, though. They're trying to uh, say that uh, – Ooh, Trubisky's really Trubisky's really picked it up here in the last couple of games. You know, he's he's completing sixty percent of his passes, like everybody else. You know, yes. everybody else completes seventy percent. But uh, yeah, but I, I think they'll beat the Packers. I just don't think the Packers are good. And you, I heard you guys. You're you're fearful of the Saints. Last three home in games. New Orleans. Last three home games. Atlanta kicked the hell out of them. Yeah, I saw Carolina. That. Needed to who who was given up and got Rivera fired, needed to pull it out with a big rally, and then last yesterday they gave up fifty. You know what? By the way, what happened to the San Francisco defense? I don't know. Don't know. Don't know. I I, mean, I couldn't watch that game, but that I, score shocked me. I don't think this New Orleans team that you're going to go down there and play is nearly as good as the one that beat Favre. Oh, probably not. Uh, you know. I just don't like the Vikings' chances going there. I mean, I might be wrong. I yeah. just don't. Well, you know what? They, uh, I don't know who New Orleans has left, but the Vikings, if they go twelve and four, they could end up with a first round bye. Well, yeah, and then the, then that's a complete yeah. changing of yeah. everything because any first round bye and get to play at, at home. home field, right? Then you only got to win one game. Yep. Yeah. So I don't think it's uh, you know. Let's face it, <laughs> Zim better have them ready for the Rams, but. Uh, you know, because that's Chargers. That, I mean, Chargers. That makes it uh, that makes it pretty easy. The Rams got to feel bad though. The Rams are obviously uh, good enough to be in the playoffs and a threat, but they're not going to get there because they screwed up all season long. Not so. unless they can catch these guys. Yeah. No, they're not going to catch these guys anyway. What? I'm uh, glad I missed that Lions game, but boy, oh boy, isn't it great to have them? The Lions. I, yeah. I said on uh, Twitter. I said, you know, 50 years ago when I was doing. Visiting locker rooms at Met Stadium, I had to roll it into the paper into a typewriter and say the Lions reek. Now we can just tweet it. I said, communications have changed, but the Lions haven't. You know, it's You're right. unbelievable. 
It is. Re- it is unbelievable. How, here's they my, stink. How do they keep going backwards too? You know, every time you think that oh, this might be it, they well, might be. Because they fired the the you know the crazy defensive Jim whatever. What was that guy? What was the coach that Caldwell? Had him? Jim Caldwell. No, no, before Caldwell, uh, the the defensive guy. Jim Schwartz. Jim Schwartz. What was wrong with him? Why'd they fire him? Cause they, I mean, he had some fire. He had some decent teams. They slipped back a year, and they fired him. Why'd yep. they fire him? You know, he did some goofy things, but, God, he was in cop. You got this oaf standing on the sidelines who's a complete idiot. This guy's uh, incredible. Oh, This guy is incredible. Mm. How is it? Explain this to, to me, because you're probably right. Belichick is probably the greatest coach in our lifetime in any sport. How is it that all of his guys, though, for the most part, when they take NFL head coaching jobs, are awful. Mangini lasted. Mangini was a wasn't he a coach of the year for one year, and then he went to hell. Yeah, he clearly now he was, can't even get a job as an assistant because well, he, he's the one that turned Belichick in on the uh, Spygate thing. Mm-hmm. But Patricia Mangini, yeah. McDaniel, McDaniel's. Might have, I, mean, I think the excuse on McDaniel's is he was too young and inexperienced. I think he's pretty sharp, don't you? I think he's a sharp. X's and O's offensive yeah. mind. I have no idea if he can handle people. No, no. These guys can't handle people. They have the most out of control, yeah, but, uh, undisciplined. As I've said, dumb. Teams. You know, if the Lions rush to hire Patricia during the uh, the uh, break, <laughs> right. and then they give up fifty to the Eagles. What was that score? Forty-seven to forty-seven. Yeah, right? they got yeah. Yeah. forty-eight to forty-two. And it's as bad as the Patriots could have looked defensively. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that Malcolm Butler for the game. Unreal. Unreal. There, God, it's it's been so great to have them. I I said this a couple of weeks ago. I was looking at stuff, some stuff from when they were redoing the divisions to the coastal, and the you know when the merger was coming, and they had some expansion, and Detroit was lobbying to. This was '66, mm-hmm. and Detroit was lobbying to keep the Vikings out of their division. They didn't want them in their division. <laughs> so somebody there was smart enough to – they saw that defense coming, you know, and they didn't want them. And sure. 50 years later, they still don't want them. Sure. I mean, they're the greatest reason ever that the Vikings I – mean, I've heard Phil talk about it. And the, and the number of horrible years the Vikings have had have been minimal. Mm-hmm. And the Lions have got a lot to do with that because you're always ahead of them. You know, right? So. Well, what, Bud? Bud beat up on them for how long? Well, Bud had, career? I think, 13 straight games and one tie. And there, 12 wins, one tie. The all-timer, I've talked about this, is they got a kicker. Errol Mann was a straight-ahead kicker, North Dakota guy. Good kicker. And you, and they're going to end their losing streak against a, a good Viking team out at Met Stadium. And they, and they spend like four minutes positioning themselves to get it right in the middle of the field for about a 30-yarder. And this, I think the goalposts were still at the front of the end zone then. And they blocked it. <laughs> of course they did. They were kicking it from the infield, you know, and they blocked it because they, I think one year they've blocked 14 kicks. Yeah, that's probably the Vikings. They did. Yeah, one year because they, they've out there, they blocked Well, that's about, back in the day when you could jump on guys' backs. That, oh, sure. That was the greatest. Yeah, you right. hoist yourself up. And punts, you know. Uh, well, Matt Blair had, how many in his career? Block 20 kicks. blocks or something. Yeah. I mean, 18, 20 blocks. Why isn't he in the Hall of Fame, by the way? I don't know. I have no clue. They haven't. Every, everybody gives everybody gives the baseball writers crap about who they don't put in the Hall of Fame. Nobody ever gets on these guys for the, some of the stupid decisions they make in the NFL. So, all right, uh, Auburn. Mm-hmm. 
I was, so I was trying to this Gus Malzone. He's been a survivor down there because they've wanted to get rid of him a few times. But I was I was looking back because they were in the national championship game his first year, two thousand three. Florida State beat him. I'd forgotten that, and but they won it three years earlier with Cam, and then Chizik. Oh, the guy. got mysteriously fired. Yes, when he got because I looked it up when he got fired, they they were giving out quotes about well uh, we've dropped off and this is a tough thing, but this whole NCAA investigation was going on and that that I mean they knew that was coming that's why they fired him. Sure, and I don't think he's been back, has he? No, and he was at Iowa State. Iowa State, that, right? right? Yeah, yeah, went down there, won the national championship. So, uh, yeah. Isn't it amazing when the last two times they beat Alabama, though, was that missed field goal mm-hmm. return? When, what year was that? Four or five years ago? Was yeah. It? Or was that maybe, – maybe that was 13. Maybe that was uh, when they went to the, went to the championship game, Malzone's first year. Because the missed 102 yards and then this one, the – they, the pass hits a guy in the back on the goal line, and the guy runs 100 yards. Every time Auburn gets a 100-yard touchdown, they beat Alabama, you know, <laughs> on something. So I think they're pretty good, though. That'll be a challenge for the boys. And uh, I would have, for win purposes, A, prestige, but B, I think Alabama is not good. Is going to be a no-show, don't you? Against uh, Michigan. Michigan Well, they'll beat Michigan. I think the Gophers are better than Michigan. But uh, uh, they – and plus, how many of their guys are not going to play, you know, with the new – Oh, with the bowl. Yeah, you're right. How many of them are going to – they got six. You're right. They got six six first-rounders. I don't blame them. No, I don't either. I don't blame the kids for not playing. Mm -hmm. But Tyler Johnson is going to play, and we'll – well, my guy Mackey, you know, he he wanted the Vols. He wanted the he wanted the, the easy opponent. one. I said, "To hell with that! Go play." Uh, I wanted team. the Vols just for Manny and Chip's purposes. So, so they could have been miserable all yeah, week. I don't see them getting nervous, but uh, where'd they end up? They ended up in a Gator Bowl or something. I, I don't know. know. I saw it. I don't even remember. How would you like to be the Toledo Rockets today, though? Seventy-nine bowl eligible teams. Seventy-eight spots, yep, and you don't get to go. You're the you're the team. Oh, you on got the left outs. out. The Rockets got let out. Yeah, I'm left, shocked left we don't out. have a bowl game to put them in. Uh, no, well, next year we do. We're adding to Fenway Park, and do we really? Yeah, we got Fenway's going to have one. It's and, unbelievable. Oh, it is. It's, why? Uh, speaking but, of that, why don't we have one in U.S. Bank Stadium? I don't know. I'm shocked that we don't have a a meaningless bowl. You know what I was thinking? You know the D two and D three. National championships uh, come the same weekend, basically. Yeah. Get a doubleheader here. You're not going to fill it up, but you know, have a Saturday afternoon sure. doubleheader with both Absolutely. those. You know, with those uh, those teams. That, you know, they both get to come to a big town. You could have a little cocktail party for them, and uh, they could walk around town and visit the hospitals. And uh, you know, yeah. if you're lucky, you end up getting. A local team once in a while. Have some people down, stay downtown. Yeah, yeah. I, I think something I'm like that. I'm just shocked we don't have a meaningless, you know, another. Yeah. You know, oh, some, it'll. Well, somebody will talk about it. The Wheaties Bowl or something. I don't know. It's not exactly like we need it. No, no, no. Um, it's just that all these stadiums like this seem to have some godforsaken. What bowl purpose game. does it serve, though? 
I, no I mean, idea. like Boca's got a bowl. Okay. Yeah, I have no clue. You got 12,000 people in a stadium, in a mediocre stadium in Boca. You think that's going to get cause people to j- jump on a plane and fly down oh, there? Oh, I'm and, sorry. You know what purpose it serves? I realize it's it's ESPN owns a ton I of know, the bowls. I know, but why do these towns want to do it? Why does Mobile, Alabama do they get a kick, want it? Do they get some type of kickback from the network? They must get something. Because you're right. No, I think they, no one goes. I think you pay ESPN to have your game on. You know, the senior golf. I don't know. Senior golf, you paid the golf channel to put it on TV. And I think you pay to put these bowl games on. The thing that I don't get about these bowl games now, and you, you talked about Fenway Park, is the amount of these baseball-only stadiums that decided they're going to house a bowl game. Yeah. San Francisco now, they moved it out of there, though. They right? moved it to Santa Clara. But the Yankee Stadium has that pinstripe. Yes. I think Tropicana still has one. I don't I have no idea why. <laughs> yes, right? I think they do, right? Yeah. I mean, and they, uh, Orlando's got three now, but t- one of them is at the Central Florida Stadium. One okay. of them is not at the, the Cure you know Bowl. Who watches them all? Collar. I know. I don't believe it. He told I, me yesterday. I don't believe it. I, I accused him. He won't watch Charlotte and Buffalo. I, I said on Twitter, he won't watch Charlotte and Buffalo. I think he turns them all on. <laughs> I don't know how closely he watches them. What's but he I, looking for, draft choices or I what? I have no idea. No, I think, you know what I think it is? I think it's like a drug. I think it's a bull drug where he just turns it on because it's there. Why do, uh, you know, they used to have it set up so the Outback Bowl and the Citrus Bowl didn't start simultaneously. One of them was on like an hour and a half earlier. Yes, I remember now, that. Now this year they both kick off at 1. I think the Outback used to kick off at like 11 Eastern. Yeah, they kicked off early in the morning, yeah. Uh, Central, I think you're right. Yeah, well, uh, they. I, I looked up the payday. The Outback pays good. I mean, not that it makes any difference to the Gophers because it all goes into the Big Ten pot. Right. But uh, they're, up to, they're up at over 6 per team. The Citrus is over 8 per team. So Really? Yeah. So the citrus is a, as has in the past been a peg higher. The one that's, the one that the Outback has surpassed that used to be get pretty good teams was the Gator. Okay. Yeah, the Gator's been around forever. The Gator, I was gonna say the Gator was around when I yeah, was a kid. Yeah, yeah, they're they're like seniority wise way ahead of the Fiesta. They're probably fourth, right? There, there was the a cotton. Time, there was a time when the bowl games were. Oh yeah. Because there were seven of them, eight of them. You had the blue bonnet in Houston. The right? Blue bonnet was Love great. The blue bonnet. Why don't now they got it? Now they call it the Texas Bowl or something. Why oh, the don't they bring bonnet. back the blue bonnet? That's right. It's the Texas Meineke Car Care Bowl, yeah, right? Right. Because then the Gophers playing. Yeah, we played there one year. Yeah. I do like the fact that we have had so many. You know, Mace led the world in saying. We've gone to more bowls with me than we did in the hundred years previously. Yeah, of course, of course, before 1946, they couldn't go to a bowl game. And then from 1946 till 75, I think, the only Big Ten team that went to a bowl game was the the champion, the one that went to the Rose Bowl. Yep. So, so there was, yeah, so there was a little bit The different. standards are a little different. It's just like, once again... First team to win 10 games in his regular season since 1905. Okay. We only played nine through 67 or eight, something like that. Later than that, maybe. I don't it's know. these small details yes, that you get right. caught up on. That yeah, are- I mean, Bernie was, Bernie was 8-0 four or five times. 
But damn it, he never won 10. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Couldn't get to that magical yeah. 10 that they didn't play. Yes. No coach has ever done what this guy did because, you know, okay, Bernie did have a 31 or two game winless streak. I mean, an unbeaten streak. But uh, anyway, that's uh, we, we do uh, kind of uh, change our standards a little bit these days. But what the hell? Another one is. The and I've I've been on a Twitter rant about this. My rant this morning. Uh, they they sent out their release saying the Gophers are eight eight and one all time against the SEC. Nope. Eight of those games were against Missouri when they were a Big Eight team. Oh, don't count. Interesting. Don't count. One of the games that you're not including is against Tulane. When they were an SEC team until 1966, okay, Tulane was an original SEC member from 1932 to 1966, and the season always ended with Tulane playing LSU, and that continued for years, even after Tulane dropped out of the SEC. That was their. So what's the record really the then? Uh, six and four. Okay. Oh, uh, so, yeah, and, uh, they, yes, it's because they mostly because they're three and one in bowl games, mm-hmm. right? They're three and one in bowl games against them. Arkansas now Missouri, you got to count that as an SEC game because they were an SEC yes. team. But they beat Arkansas, Alabama, Alabama. Oh wait, and they lost to Tennessee and uh, Arkansas, right? No, they lost to Tennessee and Missouri, so they're two and two, two in bowl two. games. And Vanderbilt, and then uh, Tulane. And there's another one in there someplace. I think Vanderbilt, they were 3-1 and one against or something. Okay. But the uh, uh, the I, the I last – they did have a game with Missouri that I'd forgotten from my Gopher Fandom Day, 1962, season opener, zip, zip. Tim would have loved That's it. Zim's idea. Zip. Oh, zero. Zim would have broken open the bottle of uh, wine and been more than happy to drink to that yes. one. Yes, that's true. Really, zero, zero. And so this was this was back in the day, no overtime, right? No nothing. No, no, no. So you we just tie a lot of ties. A lot of ties, okay. You go back to Bernie yep. in the 30s, there's one year where they're 4 0 and 4 Really? 4 0 and 4 yeah. That sounds like a, we, sounds like a North Stars record. Yeah, well, Bud, you know, Bud's first year. Bud, first year, three, eight, and three. Tied bow tie one for Bud. That's what was our, what our motto was. We said, send this guy back to Canada. Because, you know, the big the big scandal with Bud that year is when he kicked a field goal. When the Rams were beating him like 27 to nothing, they ended up beating him 34 to three. Yep. But it was like five minutes to go, and he kicked a field goal to make it 27 to three. And everybody says, why did you kick a field goal, Bud? He says, I didn't want to get shut out. <laughs> Well, at least he's honest. <laughs> he was an honest man. Unlike most of them today, they would have made up some. Oh yeah, yeah, some high fidelity excuse. Buds that didn't want to get shut up. Yeah, can't blame him. <laughs> cannot uh, cannot blame him for that. So uh, we're waiting uh, with uh, breathless anticipation to see which of these crafty lefties the Twins end up with. Bumgartner, or how do we pronounce the uh, Korean guy Ryu? Yeah. I, I'd take either of them. Oh yeah, but Ryu is going to cost you more money than he should too, right? Yeah, and Ryu does not. Does he? It looks like he's uh, injury prone to a where yeah, you're yeah, concerned about his innings. Yeah, yeah, that you, that that would be another thing. He's just uh, Derek was telling me he's becoming a papa right now. So oh. so you've got a new baby coming, and that a lot of people think he might just want to stay on the West Coast. 
I'm curious now if if the moves that we've seen in the past couple of weeks uh, weeks continue this week because the winter meetings what the past three nothing, years nothing two three years have been off a lot of them they make the well what they did was ten years ago they got themselves in a situation where the you know Boris would get everybody bidding against you you know walk when he'd have them all in a central location he'd get them all bidding against each other. And the, the smart young fellas uh, don't uh, like to do that, but they haven't been too smart so far. The no. money they're giving out right now. Wow. What are they positioning themselves for? I can't figure this one out. Is this to try to show that they will spend? So, so when they lock the players out in a couple of years, they can say, well, we went back to spending. Like, what's the, what's well, the end I, game? I don't know one? what they're going to lock. Why would they lock them out? The well, players are going to try and get more concessions. No, no, the players are more likely to strike. Okay, I think, because but I'm saying the, I think they're going to come to strikes a... because of the. Sure. Well, well, one thing is, one thing they might be doing is for that purpose is not being so hard nosed with the with the guys who were the qualifying offer. Guys, right. You know. Right. Because that's the that's the big thing. I just that, don't believe that that's you... the big thing the union's going to go after is getting rid of a. Lower that they want to lower to like they'd like to lower it to four years for free agency. You probably end up getting five, but and then and then get rid of the the right. compensation for the qualifying offer. Well, then then there won't be any qualifying offer. So I mean, if there weren't if there wasn't compensation, there'd be no sense in having a qualifying offer. And the current rule is what your qualifying offer. It's your first year that you're eligible. If it it can be put on you, and then the next year it can't be. Yeah, you can only do it once. They can only do it once. So Oda Rizzi's going to have to have a good year like he had last year to make it pay off for himself. If he, you know, if he's like Doge, Doge never took a, never got a qualifying offer, but he probably would have. Mm-hmm. And uh, if if they hadn't traded him, no, I don't think they would have because he'd fallen off enough. But you know, if you take the qualifying offer, you put a lot of pressure on yourself because you got to. You got to get it then, right? You got to do yes. it if you're going to make it pay. You got to you got to have the big year that and, follows. Lance Lynn, Lance yeah, Lynn, right. Lance Lynn turned it down, and you know he could have taken the qualifying offer and ended up making a lot more money in his, his the one year, and then still would have, you know, I don't know what's with Texas giving these uh, nice deals to Gibby? Uh, marginal pitchers, Lynn and Gibby, but it paid off for Lynn, so I suppose they think they can make it pay off for Gibby. And I think if Lynn, so if Lynn had left the Cardinals this winter, I think he gets a deal. That's what's changed. Yeah. For what two or three years there, those guys basically just sat there. Yeah. And now they're being signed. Yeah. So there's definitely a shift. Some in, are getting signed. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what uh, would uh, what would who would the uh, the uh, anti twins uh, Twitter crowd blame if Gibby? Comes back out next year as a strike throwing machine, challenging hitters, and just you know, pitching seven innings with ninety seven pitches and throwing it over and taking his chances. What? Who will we blame for not being able to ever get through to Gibby? Would it be Wes at that point? Would we turn on Wes Johnson? Would we Wes, claim that Wes? We, 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 it depends. I don't know. Do we like Wes? I think we like Wes. So we, we like Wes. Probably but... still be mad at Andy. Huh? We'll turn Poor on Andy. People. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody. I, I... I thought you were saying who would they blame was currently there. No, I mean just long term. Because that anti twins crowd doesn't care who they blame. No, they just want someone to blame. Yes. Somehow they want to blame the uh, the uh, poll ads for uh, maybe not uh, getting him enough help or something. You yes. know, getting getting him enough assistance and uh, throwing it over the plate or something. 
Yes. I just it it is hard. It is hard to quantify how much of Gibby's rottenness down the stretch was was health, and how much was that he just you know he's just just a mediocre pitcher. You know, I mean it's it's hard yeah. to. I mean he was good two years ago. He mm-hmm. was he was good in 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 two thousand eighteen. He was he was okay for what six weeks last year? Maybe he had about a six week run where he was okay. You know what he was? I thought too. Whenever it got too big, he couldn't handle it. Yeah, he'd start I, to nibble. Yeah, he'd start to do anything he could not to pitch. But it is funny you're 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 mad at Gibby for nibbling throughout his career, basically. But who isn't? It's the oh yeah. It's the modern. They are so over prepared now. Yep. It it would be hard to see that Gibby is suddenly going to change his style when they're the whole thing is keep the ball out of the middle of the plate and try to you know two two count. Nobody's just saying throw it over. They're all trying to make the perfect pitch on the outside corner on the outside little edge down and away. I mean three two counts. What was the uh, what was the stat in the World Series? Twenty seven percent of the Batters were three two counts or something. I mean, it was ungodly. I didn't see it's, it, but I'm not surprised. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's that's you know. That's also why we're there for three and a half hours. Yes, yes, it is. I tell you, the computerized strike zones is the worst. I mean, the computerized, the Fox Zone or whatever we want to call it, is the worst thing ever happened to baseball. Because now, a pitch that's a inch and a half off the plate. Oh, it's terrible! That was a ball. And, you know, they got the umpires paranoid. They got everybody paranoid. They got the players bitching on every, you know, a guy like Mike Hargrove, you know, he used to complain about every pitch, but not all of them. Now all of them complain well, about Mike every Mike Hargrove pitch. was a one-off at the time. Yeah, right. The human rain delay thing was yeah. was sort of a, a unique thing because yeah. there was, what, at that time, yes. five of those in the league? Yeah, I don't know. Now there's five you know, the, the more analytical the game becomes, the slower it's going to go. It's just because, you know, they're, they're in there with the pitchers for 45 minutes before the game. Yep. Don't throw this guy, this guy. Don't throw this, 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 this You know, it's not uh, go, you know, not go get him, throw it over. Come on, Fergie, throw it over. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, there's a there's a very good case to be made that we have, that, that modern sport has paralyzed players and officials because of all, oh, yes. all of the things that surround it. Yeah, I would, you know, I, as much as we, we can rip them, I wouldn't be a football referee for anything. Oh, God, no. That rule book is ridiculous. How about basketball? Yeah. Un, un... It's, it's filtered down into every single sport we watch. Mm-hmm. I think, it, you know, basketball, football, baseball, hockey. Mm-hmm. I is, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. It's, it's filtered it's, down it's, to everything. It, it is. It's, it's made it. Nah, hockey is not. It's not as bad. But well, hockey, still... I'll tell you the goal, but hockey does not, you know, has not gotten as crazy. But they will take a goal away. But this... if some guy had a skate. That's I was going to say. Did he have his skate lifted up? Or there not? are there are pieces to the offside rule no. that I never knew existed. No, it and it'd be hovering above, but it's it should not. You should really have to do something egregious to have a goal taken away in hockey because they're too damn hard to score. Sure. You know, it can't be a. What about the? I'll say one thing about the NHL. About twelve, when was it? Twelve, thirteen years ago. If you 
toes were touching. If somebody's toes were touching the crease, it wasn't a goal at the site of the Stanley Cup and uh, all kinds of others. That was the dumbest thing of all time. If you're a skate in the crease. Yeah. If 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 your toe your skate's in the crease, yep. no goal. God almighty. Yep. It's too hard to work. It's too hard to get a goal. But all of these sports now have been impacted in some way by replay, by rule, way too many rules. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's uh, let's keep coming up with more and more things and to replay. Yeah, and yeah, and analytics. You know, baseball philosophies have changed so much that that's why you're sitting there for three twenty-five. Mm-hmm. So, uh, is anyone in America, including some of his most ardent, passionate followers, ever going to mention cat in the same sentence as Antonio Davis again? Did you watch that? What a mismatch. Sunday night? What a mismatch. Cats out there. I I told you this was going to ruin him. Telling him to go out there and shoot threes. He doesn't have to go inside. You know, oh, hey, Hey, what a great. He's taking them seriously, by the way. He made four threes. Okay. Meanwhile, the guy your garden scored 50. 50. And he made about, he made 20 out of 29. And you know where he was shooting from? Eight feet. Yeah. Because you were out there staying away from him as far as you could because you're a big softy. Softy's the best word I can come up with. Softy. <laughs> and by the way, what's Wiggy shooting the last, you know, the all new turnaround Wiggy? Yeah, no, not Wiggy. When he does play the last five games, he's right up. He's ripping the cords at about 30%, isn't he? This team stinks. I guess that's my uh, rant. That'd be unchained. That's my unchained right there. That'd they stink. Hey, but the Lakers are fun to watch. Oh, yeah, they I are. enjoyed the Lakers. Well, how about them? I was watching, and they were only up like, oh, they were up 12 or 14 in the third quarter, and LeBron's just throwing crazy passes, and they're just... Oh, yeah. They're just... He's dancing I mean, around. Yeah, they, yeah it, was like, it was like a, you know, the seniors against the junior high. Yes, it was. I mean, and they, they knew that... and. What what they end up with? 142. Yeah, I think so. 142. Yeah. You gave up 142. Yeah. With our new, but but, but we're we're uh, we're playing modern defense now. We're shifting, hey, the, switching a lot more. Who's the balding guard, by the way, who looks like they just Caruso got him out of a rec name. league? Caruso. I think Caruso is his he, name. Yeah, they he's, got him from St. Thomas. Yeah, he does. Oh, yeah, he looks like he looks like a backup point guard well, from St. Thomas. Or he could have been a Badger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's oh, uh, a, they got him out of the, the G League, Santa Clara, or some damn place. Got no hair. No. He's twenty five years old. He looks forty six. He looks like he should go Lunchtime. to the bench and rip heaters. Yeah, he should be playing at lifetime at, at, at noon. Uh, yeah, it's unbelievable. But he, they love him out there too. He's like their. Uh, he's, I mean, he's a good player, but my God, I and you know I've he's a you know he's a leaper. Yeah, he's a like. There's a famous play where he goes up and gets oh yeah, a, no. gets, a, gets a Bing <laughs> Boygan rebound. He's the least likely looking leaper I've yeah. ever seen. I'm telling you, he looks like he should go to the bench and get his pack of marbles <laughs> out of his sock and yeah, light up, right. and then Vogel tells him to go back in, and he and he snuffs it out on the floor and goes back in. Mm-hmm. Well, well. Uh, anyway, it's this is now they had to. Who only ended up with forty nine? Was it Harden? No, who? The, we were hoping he was going to get fifty, and he only had forty nine. Harden was Harden when the yeah, game I think, was here. Yeah, I yeah, think, he, I think right. he because he kind of like 
stopped trying in the last sure. five minutes and only scored. But I think they've now scored, given up fifty three times. And and if you make it forty nine, they've been they've given up fifty three times. I, I think. Hey, I didn't expect it to be good, so I'm not. Surprised I'm not either. This. But I've had to read all this crap and hear all this crap about. Oh, well. We're shifting more on defense. I mean, we're switching more. I on think defense. your turn. I think my my most interesting Roycey aspect so far of recent months is your turn on our guy Jim Pete. Yeah, I like him, but it's. I mean, I love the guy. I go back to St. Louis Park with him for God's sakes. I wrote about him when he was at St. Louis Park. But God, the other night, I think he was crying. He was very upset. I think he was. They come back and he's got his head down. He's a looking at something he's looking at i think he's biting his lip because he's afraid he's gonna uh go nuts you cannot okay calling the uh jersey not tucked it's but chris paul talking him into it is funny yeah well don't yeah. you think i mean well, it's and that, was, that was ben's point too and good for chris paul yeah yeah but how you cannot Come out and rip these guys for letting some guy throw a 90-foot pass while you're sleeping to tie the game with 1.1 seconds to go and try to blame it on other things is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I mean, come on. Let's, uh, you know, the trouble is. It was a hell of a pass, by the way. It was a hell of a pass. (laughs) It was a nice pass. It was a pass. and, And I love the fact the NBA said, no, that wasn't a foul on Schroeder, Schroeder, whatever pronounce his name. And no, the guy had his jersey untucked. So, you know, that's part of the, So they, they, you know, they the fact that they screwed the Wolves, they didn't really. They didn't really. Well, no, they made the right call. They I, did. I know it's cheap, but, you know. Well, Again, this is something that... You don't have to give up a 90-yard no. pass, 90-foot pass. Again, this is something that the official shouldn't have the discretion of a guy's jersey is not... You know what, then? Just find him after the fact. Yes. But, yeah, Chris, what Chris Paul did was great. It was exactly the right move. But, uh, I, you know, but yep. obviously Jim Pete despised Tibbs. Yep. So now yes. he's... Now he, right here. And I, I, think that's, I think his... Runaway, over-the-top homerism this year, which is beyond anything he's ever done in the past, is based more on his disdain for Tibbs than it is on on what he's watching. He wants to watch something. He wants to see something that's better, okay? Even though though it might be worse. Do you know how many years this guy has suffered with this basketball team? I know. but That's the one uh, thing I'll give him. By the way, you know who's playing great? Great? Who? Jimmy Butler. Oh, yeah, yeah. Playing great. And meanwhile, that big three from the Bulls that he gave up for Jimmy Butler. Yep. They're putting up pretty good numbers and don't win any games. Yeah. <laughs> they're terrible. Well, and Levine so, and the code to boil is it? Feud and, yeah, hate each other. Yeah. Yeah, and the European kid dropped off, right? He yeah, been... he, the other night he had thirty-two or something. Okay. He's a good player, but uh, I mean he's a good scorer in the modern game. But you know he couldn't play sticky D like the rest of these uh, Timberwolves do. What a joke! Nobody's going to the games. They give up one hundred and forty-two, and Cat after the game is saying, "Well, I saw some signs that were pretty good." <laughs> yeah, 
The guy you, that preceded you at Kentucky just put 50 on you. And you sat out there 25 feet from the basket. I am down on the cat, man. I am down yeah. on the cat. Well, you just called him soft. What? So that's where, that's not the, what I wanted to call no, him. No, I know. But I'm well, a I, very polite gentleman. You caught yourself. That was very good. I am, yes. Where is the Minnesota sports winter dollar going then? Because she ain't going to St. Paul. Not going to the Gophers. No, where? Not going to Gophers. Are people just saving money? I think money? they're saving money. You know, good for them, I guess. Saving money for the Viking home playoff game or something. I, I don't know. Yes. Because I could tell you, I was at the the Wild last home game. It was a Sunday afternoon against Dallas on the day the Vikings didn't play. Mm-hmm. Man, Usually was, Sunday afternoons have been great. It was not. They were not there. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, last thing. Uh, since we got the Unchained rant, the positive Pat. What's the positive Pat? Uh, what is positive? You've covered a lot of stuff of late. You've been yeah. going to Hey, I'm positive. College. Mankato, national semifinals against Slippery Rock. St. John's, St. John's, national semifinals against Whitewater. So, uh. They traveling know, for these or are they, uh. They're both on the road. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but, uh, I, I wonder when the last time a Minnesota team played Slippery Rock. Because everybody used to think it was just hilarious to give out the Slippery Rock scores. Remember that? They did always. Oh. They always include them in the in the national scores because everybody CCO thought it was pretty funny to have a school called Slippery, Slippery Rock, Rock. But uh, I don't remember that they're unbeaten. Saint uh, Mankato's unbeaten, and uh, the uh, you know Saint John's has uh, pulled another one out uh, by the. Did you see what happened there? They were uh, they were the other team uh, Wheaton scores to cut the lead to thirty four thirty three. Yep, and they have some lineman running in, some William Perry guy. Yep. And he spikes the ball viciously right in front of the official, 15 yards on oh, the you're extra kidding. point. They miss it. Then they call offsetting penalties. They give him another chance, and he misses it again with nine seconds to go. So they win 34-33, yes. I said we learned two things in the last 24 hours. Tuck in your jersey and don't spike the ball in front of the official Right before you're going to try a game tying extra point. Yeah, that might yes, be a good idea. Those are two things. So anyway, all right, we're that's done. That's our good thing. St. John's and Mankato, go get them, boys. Unchained. We'll talk to you next week. Yep.